So isn't this exciting? I'm going to clap one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times as a way to say hello. I appreciate you taking a moment to listen to my podcast, my first ever. And I'm just going to name the podcast now and set the framework. The podcast is 20 Minutes with Tina. Maybe I'll shorten it to 20 with Tina. But the point being, I'm going to talk for about 20 minutes. Sometimes it might be more. Sometimes it might be less. I'll let you know. Obviously, you'll see it when you go to look at the podcast in the future. But the point is, I want to share about things that are important to me. Things that I think are also going to be important to you. And it's a way for both of us to grow. I have been a teacher for a long part of my life. Not because I was trained to be a teacher, like I wasn't one of those people who went to school to become a teacher and always dreamt about being a teacher. No, instead I was found and because of the type of person I am, the opportunity presented itself and I stepped into the role of teacher without any background and discovered that I love it. And I love teaching for multiple reasons, but one of which is that I love to learn. And so because I love to learn, I love learning and I love to share what I learn. And that makes it kind of a magical experience for me because I don't just want to become an expert at something. I want to share what I know and help others in that way. So that's a little bit about my background. As we work together, you're going to learn a lot more about me. We're going to have a lot of fun, a lot of laughs most likely, because without even trying, I find myself in some pretty fun situations a lot of the time. So let's talk a little bit about what my podcast is going to be focused on. The main theme is going to be positivity. And I love that word, not just because I consider myself a positive person, but because I have been planning the concept of a positive viewpoint for quite some time now. And I decided that because my best friend has always called me T as a short for Tina, that I could kind of shorten that into positive T. Get it? So positive T. And so that is going to be kind of my buzz concept, if that makes sense. So I also need to tell you that I am a multitasker. What does that mean? It means that most of the time when I'm doing these podcasts, I'm probably going to be driving. 
that's because I like to talk and drive. I also like to walk and talk, but I work a job that has me working until six at night and because of it not being daylight savings anymore, it's very dark out at night. Now in the mornings, I can walk and talk, but only if the weather permits because I'm not very much into walking in the real cold weather. Now, let me tell you, I am from Oklahoma and really cold for me is probably not the same as really cold for you, but that's because I grew up in California and my acclimation, even though it's been years and years and years and years since I have lived in California, I still like to adapt the practices of those that have the beach in their DNA and I no longer like it when it's super cold. Now, if I'm on like a ski vacation or something that's totally different, I can handle that. But if I'm just really wanting to do something and it's cold out and cold is like 65 and below and even then I'm going to be bundled, um, like I said, may not be your definition. Now, I really, really love it when the sun is out and it warms me and it's like has that look that it's warm outside. I can tolerate that a lot more. However, cold, overcast, rainy, eh, not my fave. However, this is a positive podcast, so I will tell you that when I talk, I'm always going to try to be in a good mood. Now, that doesn't mean that there will be moments when I'm not able to be positive because, hey, it's life. And if we didn't have problems, we wouldn't grow, right? We wouldn't have anything to do other than sit on the couch and eat bonbons. But that's not the life that most of us have. Now, I will tell you that I love my life. There are some really, really awesome things that go on in my life things I'm happy to tell you lots of stories about because I'm proud of them and I'm excited and I see a lot of happiness and potential and growth and new exciting adventures happening in my life. Again, those will be things that I share with you. So I'm passionate about a lot of things. That will always come out in my podcasts because A, I like to talk. That's what I found is that I stepped into the role of teacher, but I had been a corporate trainer for years and years before I became a high school teacher. And then I just always have kept that in my repertoire. I like being up in front of people. I like explaining the information that I've seen. And what that comes out as is very passionate because I'll read something and it'll excite me or it'll connect to something else that I've read or experienced and I'll want to share that with other people. And so, hence, I spew positivity and passionate, um, passion about different things. Now, a couple of things that I am pretty passionate about. One of them is that we are designed by God for greatness and a purpose. Now, I will explain that later. Yes, I am a Christian, but that catchphrase 
has been in the front, the foreground of my life for the last couple years. It has really helped me develop into the person that I am today. It's made me very cognizant of what I can offer to the world. And it's just kind of wrapped a blanket around all the different things that I am excited about. In fact, there's a term that I like to use, which is multi-passionate. So I'm a multi-passionate person. I have a lot of interests and things that I like to introduce. So purpose is one of those. I believe that each of us has a purpose and some of us haven't discovered what it is yet. I love both sides of the spectrum. I love working with teenagers who are young kids who don't know who they are yet, but aren't afraid of who they are either. They're exploring, they're trying things, they're dabbling, and they just have this opportunity to be anything they want to be if life doesn't get them down, right? So I am very much attracted to finding out about what people dream about and who they want to be and how, what their game plan for life is. And, and it gets me pretty excited to have conversations with people about that. I also find that I'm pretty um, excited about people who are making a change in their life. So whether it's their lifestyle is changing. So for instance, I taught people about new software for years and years. And usually that was a sign that there was growth or change within their organization. It also came to pass that for about five years, I taught um, military members as they were getting out of the service, whether retiring or just done with their commitment, about how to get the career at the next stage. What was it they were wanting to do? And so I helped them redevelop redefine, re-establish who they were in the world and what direction they were going to go in. And so again, multi-passionate. I have a lot of things and a lot of people that I like to work with. I'm also, I've been an entrepreneur all of my life. So teacher slash entrepreneur. And what that means is I ended up taking my passion for business and learning and turning it into businesses related to learning. So I have had a tutoring center. I have trained um, professional development for teachers and I have started a two, well, two charter schools and a another school venture. So my secret power that I never knew I had was starting schools from scratch. And as you will learn as we talk about things, that's my big dream right now is to develop an online academy that's really a community of lifelong learners who are exploring and into self-development and change and becoming the best version of themselves possible. That introduces my next thing that I'm passionate about, which is potential. If you were listening to everything I just said, you probably caught on to the fact that I am an, an encourager. I love to listen to 
what people want in their life and to help them to believe that if you can have a dream, you can achieve it. That has been a theme throughout my life. I've always been a positive thinker and it's worked really well for me. There have been a lot of circumstances in my life where I have wondered, how in the world am I going to get from point A to point B? But because I believe that I can do it, even though I might not know how, or I might not have the resources, or I might, it might seem like impossible. I'm a mom of three kids that are like when they were babies and I was trying to do things that were way outside my comfort zone or education or um, experience. And I just pushed through and I became that person that I wanted to be. And I have seen it happen time and time again. So that has been really fun. So let's see, I've covered passion, I've covered purpose, I've covered potential. The next thing is progress. I have become a life coach in the last year. And I love being a life coach. I love the framework that I use. I am certified as an ULA life coach, which is a framework that was designed by two men, both um, chiropractic doctors, we call them the ULA guys, who basically recognized that people are losing sight of the dreams that they've had all their life. And so they came up with a, a system where you can find balance and grow in the seven key areas of your life. Now those seven key areas they define as all starting with the letter F. So I like to do them in alphabetical order because that's how I learned them. Because as a teacher, I like to do things that make sense to my brain. And one of my um, defining skills is I don't like to dictate to other people, like this is how you have to learn or grow or do a certain thing. I like to take people's skill sets and make them what they have as their resources, make them work for them. And so when I learned the seven Fs, I put them in alphabetical order and that made it really easy for me to learn. Now, if you and I were working together, I might ask you a lot of different questions and kind of get some scenarios, throw some scenarios at you and get some answers from you as to how you might handle certain problem solving methods. And from that, I might be able to ascertain from you how you might go about solving a different type of problem. So the seven F's are faith, family, field, which is your career, finance, of course, all things money, fitness, all things health and wellness, including your mind health. And then we have friends and fun. And in our framework, we take you through how to like, what is the biggest dreams you can have for your life right now? What, where do you see yourself in the future? If you could have everything the way that you dream it to be without any restraints, without any limitations of money or resources of other types like time or education, experience, just what would you want? What's the biggest thing you could dream of? 
And then we take that and we, we break it down into manageable pieces and help you reach that big dream. And it might take a while, right? Like you can't go from having two pennies in your pocket to being a millionaire overnight. Most of us can't achieve that. But over a five-year period or a 10-year period, that could be developed. People have done it before. It's all about how much effort are you willing to put into the process. And so that P that I was telling you about is progress. And progress to me just totally fits in the life coaching mode. I really have recognized as a life coach that one of the very key things that you can set in place are habits, good, positive practices that get you to where you want to go. And in ULA, we have this great system, very, very simple, three things that you need to do on a daily basis that will get you where you want to go. It's a simple, simple piece of paper. Maybe you've heard of it before. It's an index card. And on the index card, you write the three things that you want to accomplish each day. And then you work during the day to accomplish those three things. And if you're struggling to meet your three things, then what you do is you break your steps down into smaller, more manageable pieces until you're in a rhythm where every day you're getting your three things done. And that develops that habit muscle of doing the things that you need to do in order to move forward. From there, you go into kind of a hyper state where you then can increase what you do every day and have much more to offer and that momentum gets going and you're able to achieve more than you thought possible. That's a really cool way to knock your dreams out and to get to that place that you didn't really believe you could. So that's who I am in a nutshell, except for one last thing. One thing that you won't be able to know about me unless I tell you, because in a podcast, it doesn't come through. So that thing is that I am in love with the color purple. The thing is, I don't know why. It actually was something that activated in me at a young age. I remember having a purple blanket that my stepmom made for me. It was this big purple butterfly, and I loved that butterfly. It was a soft, plush blanket, and it was made so that it could wrap around me, and it just was, it made me so comfortable. And as a child that had two homes to go to, I made sure that that blanket got to go with me from home to home. And I always was comforted by the fact that my mom saw how much I loved that blanket and she painted my room purple as a way to complement that decoration in my room, right? And so obviously I loved purple from that young age. Now as I got older, it's almost like it was politically incorrect to like purple because it just didn't offer it like they do today. 
but about, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, I started to just really dig purple again. And it got to be this kind of obsession. And I don't know why, but I decided to go with it. And so I have a lot of purple clothes. I have purple tennis shoes. I have a purple phone case and a purple phone um, when they offer them. I have um, purple bags and if I could, I'd have a purple car. I just got my toenails done in purple. I tried to find purple lipstick, but I haven't found a good match yet. Are you getting the picture? Now, I'm not like a crazy person. I do wear other colors. I try to only have one or two things that are purple. But one of the things that my family and I joke about all the time is that for purple people, purple lovers, you know, if somebody likes blue, they like blue. And if somebody likes green, they like green. But it's, it doesn't, it isn't a obsession. But if you know someone who likes purple, you recognize that everything they own and do has purple influences to it. Like, I love purple vegetables, you guys. How crazy is that? So, with that, my new friends, I'm going to end and let you know that I think you are a blessing and a gift in this world. And I'm so looking forward to developing our friendship more. I hope you'll stay tuned to the next podcast where I'll tell you more positive things.